Hey, hey, welcome to the Seven Figure Photography Coach Podcast. This is the podcast to get no fluff advice, to finally get your ideas out of your head and into the hands of paying students quickly. It's time to turn your photography knowledge, skills, and experience into an extra stream of income by creating an online course or coaching program. I am your fast-talking, zero BS host and new business bestie, Jenny Maroney. Three years ago, I was burned out AF, photographing sessions every evening, editing every weekend, and missing my young kids at home. After two decades in the photography industry, I decided to pivot into coaching and share my knowledge with others, and my life and my business have never been the same. Over the past few years, I've helped hundreds of photographers create and launch their first online courses, coaching programs, and workshops with wild results. I've helped students have $10,000, $20,000, $30,000, $40,000 launches in just 90 days or less, having never coached or mentored before, without needing a huge audience, without needing to dance on TikTok and Reels. And I've helped those photographers be able to scale to six figures and beyond. And I'm on a mission to help you do the same. Each week, I'll be sharing my best kept marketing secrets, launch strategies, business hacks, actionable advice that I've used in my very own business to become a million dollar photography coach so that you can do the same. Okay, let's dive in to today's episode. Hey, hey, I'm so excited to welcome you back to the podcast. This episode is going to be freaking fire and I can't wait to dive in. So today I want to talk all about the fear of investing how I've changed my mindset around money, (laughs) how to know when investing is the right thing to do in that moment, is it aligned with your goals, and how to find a way to make anything that you want happen, okay? So this episode sounds like it's going to be wooier than it is, but hang tight. I promise it's a good one. So let's rewind. Back in the day, I definitely had the mindset of if you can do it, you do it yourself. Outsourcing was not even a word I was familiar with. I had no idea what that even meant (laughs) because I was raised by two really, really, really hardworking parents. And I heard a lot that money doesn't grow on trees, Jen, you know? And I remember on the weekends, I'd watch my mom, single mom, like mowing the lawn when it's almost dark outside, just because that was the only hour of the whole entire day that wasn't filled with something else that she was already doing between, you know, her multiple jobs and whatnot. And so I watched both of my parents like working all the time, you know, and then on the weekends, spending time doing the house chores and all of that stuff. Right. And so I used to think when my parents got divorced and my dad remarried, I used to think it was ridiculous that my stepmom had a house cleaner. And I was like, oh, that's so bougie. Like you can't clean your own house. (laughs) And now I'm sorry, Lucy, if you're listening, I'm sorry that I said those things or thought those things, because the truth is I've come to realize as I'm a mom now and a seven figure business earner that even when I didn't have the money, there's always a trade-off, right? So like, sure, I could have spent two hours every weekend mowing our lawn. And we did for a very long time. My husband and I mowed our own lawns. And sometimes we'd fight over (laughs) or argue over who got to do it because both of us just needed a break from kids and life and work and whatnot. But that's a whole other can of worms. So we would literally spend hours every weekend mowing our own lawn and weeding our own lawn and doing all the house chores, you know, the lawn chores every summer. And I remember our kids would be sitting inside being like, can we please go for a bike ride? Can we please go do something other than watch you guys mow the damn lawn? And I was like, no, we have to mow the lawn. The lawn needs to be mowed, period. Like, get over it, kids. Go find something to do, which is great. But I look back and I wish I had learned this lesson sooner that how much 
is that hour or two hours worth to me as a wife and as a mom, right? Because the reality is I could have paid our lawn mowing service, our local lawn people, much sooner than we did. The hundred bucks to have them come every weekend to mow the lawn. But in my head, I was like, that's $400 a month. Like that's $400 a month, Mark. Like we could just mow our own damn lawn. And yeah, sure, we can. We own a mower. We own a nice mower. But because we're so type A, we would spend hours doing the damn thing, like trying to make the perfect grid marks in the in the lawn and, and weeding it all and edging it all. And I am no landscaper by any means, but like we wanted our yard to look good. So I digress. Looking back, I wish that I had learned sooner that that hour or two hours or sometimes even three hours of that yard work could have been spent bike riding with the kids or going to the lake or going to the pool or having a play date with friends and family or whatnot, right? And is that time worth the hundred dollars? Absolutely. To me, absolutely all day long. Same goes with, you know, cleaning my own house. I definitely had a big mind block, you know, mindset block around that. I was like, I can clean my own house. I can clean my own house. And one day I was like, I don't want to clean toilets anymore. I don't want to do this. Like every single weekend we're spending all this time cleaning the house when we could have been doing things with the kids. We could have gone skiing. We could have gone whatevering. And instead we're over here like cleaning the house. And is it really worth the hundred bucks that would have cost or the 50 bucks that would have cost to hire the local house cleaning crew? Yeah, it's absolutely worth paying that every day, all day. And so I started to change my mindset very, very slowly. I wish I had learned these lessons so much sooner, but very slowly, I I remember giving myself permission. I was like, for one month, we're going to try this. We're going to hire a house cleaner to come every other week because we had dogs at the time and there was dog hair everywhere and we had a toddler and a newborn and it was just a mess. And I said to uh, my husband, I was like, for one month, we're going to hire a house cleaner and we're going to hire a lawn service and see how our life changes. Is it worth the money we're going to pay them to be able to have that time freedom back with our children? And at the end of that month, there was no looking back. (laughs) And so slowly but surely, I started to change my mindset around this. And a lot of it stemmed from how I grew up thinking that in my head, I had to struggle at work to feel like I could reward myself, to feel like it was a job well done, right? And so in my head, I was like, if you work hard and the work is really hard, it'll pay off and it'll be worth it, right? That It'll be worth that blood, sweat, and tears and all those expressions, right? But I call bullshit on that right now, right here, because it's so much better. Like the way I want to raise my children is to not think that way. Like just because it's hard, well, first of all, yes, you can do hard things for sure. But like, it doesn't have to be hard is my point to be rewarding. So I personally want to work more strategically. I want to work smarter, not harder. I want my children to learn that lesson too, because this is so impactful and so important to know that outsourcing is not a sign of weakness. I remember when I was a wedding photographer, I used to literally tell my family, friends, anyone that would listen, I'd be like, oh, my editing cue. I'm like back to days and days and weeks and weeks and I'm editing until 2 a.m. and I've got a newborn and I've got a toddler and I'm so exhausted. And I remember people that weren't in my industry and people that were, honestly, were like, why don't you hire an editor? Why don't you outsource that, Jenny? And I was like, ew, who does that? (laughs) And now looking back, I'm like, why did I let my ego and my pride get in my way? Outsourcing is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a really strategic move because if you think about it, the CEO of Nordstrom is not stuck in the shelves. (laughs) He's not putting the tags, the price tags on each sweater and each pair of jeans and each pair of shoes. He has not run in the cash register, right? He's not bagging your stuff. He is being very strategic about his time and outsourcing to people to do those things so that he can focus on the business, not working in the business, right? And the same goes for me and my business. And I challenge you all to think about this as well. If 
if you have any kind of mindset like I had, right? Because working more strategically gives you more time freedom and oftentimes more financial freedom. And this was a huge lesson I had to learn because when I wanted to pivot into coaching, I literally kept over and over and over trying to learn the hard way. In my head, I had to crack the code on my own. I kept spinning on that hamster wheel over and over and over. And if you've listened to any other podcast, I've referenced this before, but my very first course I created, I spent hundreds of hours creating this damn thing. And I did it with a toddler on one hip and a newborn who had just come out of three months in the NICU on the other hip or in the other arm, I should say. And I kept, I was plugging away at this because I knew that I didn't want to do photography full-time anymore. I wasn't willing to trade any more weekends away from my children or hours away from my children. And I, I honestly, I, it wasn't sustainable to be editing until 2 a.m. in my cave and then waking up you know, for feedings in the middle of the night with my newborn and then getting up at 5 a.m. with my toddler. Like, it just wasn't sustainable. And honestly, it wasn't enjoyable for me anymore. It wasn't where my passion was. And so I knew that I had to make a change. And so I created this course, but I had no freaking clue what I was doing. And I literally like downloaded every freebie from Amy Porterfield. And I (laughs) watched all the YouTube videos on how to create a course and all the things. And I literally duct taped it together, DIY'd it. And as you've probably heard in my other podcast episodes, it was a flop, like a massive freaking floppy launch. And it sucked. And it was so embarrassing. And I was just so pissed off at myself because I was like, I let my pride and my ego get in my way. Instead of asking for help, because I'm Irish and I'm stubborn AF, I decided that it had to be the hard way so that when I did crack the code, it would feel so worth it, so rewarding, blah, 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 bullshit. I call bullshit on all of that because if you can fast track your success, by being handed a proven roadmap from someone that is successfully doing what you want to do, why wouldn't you, right? And so this is where this whole fear of investing came in for me. And I absolutely knew in that moment that I had some serious money mindset stuff to work through. And I had to stop thinking that everything had to be so hard, right? Yeah, at that time, I was like, oh, must be nice. They've got this on lockdown and this person over here is crushing it. And I literally did the exact same thing as they did. And mine was a flop and theirs was successful. And ma ma ma, lack, mindset, lack, mindset, lack, mindset, scarcity, right? Like I literally had no idea that I had all this work I had to do. So slowly but surely, I started to dig into that. And I was like, well, why do I feel like money is evil? Why do I feel like if I had money, I would be a horrible person? And so I reverse engineered that and I was like, well, let's make a list of all the things I could do if I had money. I could donate. I could give back to my community. I could give to charity. I could take my children on a vacation, which we had never done at that time, unless it was to like see someone for the holidays, like see a family member, right? We had never actually gone anywhere, just us for vacation without a purpose behind it, like a wedding or whatever. So I made this big long list of all the things we could do if we had some extra money. And then I reverse engineered it even more to be like, well, how can I make more money without having to book more sessions? And ta-da, obvious answer was create an online course or a coaching program, which I ended up doing both of multiple times over. But the first time it really sucked because I had no freaking clue what I was doing. And I kept finding myself up against these blocks being like, if only I had someone to show me the way, if only I could get someone to teach me like, what the hell I'm doing wrong? Why am I, why is this not working for me? And I was banging my head against the wall over and over and over. Long story short, and if you've listened to my other podcasts, you probably already know this, but all of a sudden, Jenna Kutcher, who's one of my dear friends now, announces she's having a mastermind and it's going to teach people how to launch. And I was like, oh my gosh, the universe is literally giving me a sign right now. But I was so reluctant to receive it. Like I wasn't open enough to receiving it. And I remember calling my friend being like, Miranda, did you see this? And she's like, yes, you should totally join. And I was like, yeah, okay. If I had that kind of money, please. And I slept on it. And I remember thinking, I can keep doing things the hard way. 
and sitting here complaining about it. But what good is that doing? Every day that goes by that I'm having to leave my children behind to go photograph other people's families, which was rewarding. And I love my clients. Don't get me wrong. But the guilt I had as a mom, leaving my newborn and my toddler like multiple times a week to go out and be behind the camera, it just wasn't where my passion was anymore. And I knew something had to change. And that morning, I remember waking up being like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to write a check for $25,000 and I'm going to join this mastermind where someone who is successfully doing what I want to do is going to teach me how to do the damn thing, right? So I can stop banging my head against the wall. And I remember saying to myself that I'm going to take this leap of faith and against everything inside of me and everything that I, you know, all my mindset blocks, I remember thinking, if I put this money out there, it's going to come back to me and it's going to come back to me tenfold. And I'd never in my life thought that way. I always thought that if I give money, it was gone forever, like ever and ever and ever. Amen. (laughs) But now I can't remember who it is that says this. It might be Marie Forleo. But now I, anytime I pay a big bill or pay for a big meal or whatnot around my children, I always say there's more where that came from because I want them to know that money is printed legit every single freaking day. There's more than enough money out there for everybody. And if you truly believe that you are worthy of it. And that if you think about all the good things you can do with money and that money's not evil, people that have money are not evil or greedy. I mean, there are great rich people and there's shitty rich people. There are great poor people and there's some really shitty poor people too, right? Like money has nothing to do with that. It's the person and what they're going to use that money for, right? So I started to really do some inner work and and focus on what was holding me back. And it was my mindset, 100%. And so I kept repeating to myself, because you know when you can tell yourself something so many times that you start to believe it, even if it's not true? I don't know about you, but like I've looked in the mirror multiple times, been like, ugh, gross. Like, I I really need to get on the Peloton, you know, over and over and over until I started believing it. And then one day I realized, like, that's that's all bullshit. Like, I look fine. I'm fit and I'm happy and I'm healthy. And why, why do I do this to myself, right? And so I did the opposite of that. I kept telling myself something that I didn't believe at the time, that if I pay this money, it will come back to me tenfold. If I pay this money, it'll come back to me tenfold. And just getting in front of someone that can hand me their proven roadmap is going to work out. And so I told myself that so many times that I started to believe it. I started to take my own advice. I enrolled in Jenna's mastermind. It was the best thing I could have done for myself. I made that money back so many times over now that it was absolutely the best thing I could have possibly done. I went on to, against other people's advice, I have definitely taken out loans for, you know, back when I was doing photography, like I took out a loan for a studio and that worked out amazingly. I, you know, I ran up credit cards and then paid them off because With that money that I got from the credit card, I was able to learn how to do something or acquire a skill that would help in turn serve my clients better and make more money, right? And so I just started to get in this habit of knowing that and trusting myself that if I put it out there, it will come back and starting to live this like abundance mindset, if you will, versus a lack mindset and a scarcity mindset. And I say this to my kids all the time, like if you think of it as a pizza pie, we're from Jersey, but if you think of it as a pizza, just because... Willa gets one slice doesn't mean that like money is not a pizza, right? Like because she gets one slice doesn't mean that you get one less slice. That's not how money works. You can have 10 slices. She can have 10 slices. We can all have freaking 10 slices. <laughs> like It doesn't matter. It's what you put out there. And if you're not willing to receive it, that's the other biggest thing that I wish I could have gone back and told myself is that you are not ready to receive this. You are not willing to receive this. You're not willing to believe that you are worthy of this and that you can accomplish anything you freaking put your mind to, right? And I see this time and time and time again inside of my coaching programs where photographers are like, 
I'm going to create this thing, but no one's going to join. I'm like, well, why the hell are you even creating it? Because <laughs> you're right. Whatever you believe is going to happen. So if you believe no one's going to join your program, then guess what? Shocker. No one's going to join your program. You actually have to believe that what you're creating is going to benefit and make an impact on other people's lives and businesses and families and whatnot. It's going to change their life, period. And if you don't believe that, you're right. It won't happen. And so we talk all about this inside of my coaching programs and my one-on-one clients and my VIP clients and inside of my inner circle, which is my small group coaching program. But we were just on a retreat last week in Florida and we were talking about how do you know when it's time to level up? How do you know, say for instance, your coach doubles their price next week and you've had great results with them. Do you sign on for another round at twice the price? And how do you know it's going to work? Well, the proof is in the data. If it's been working, why wouldn't it continue to work, right? Why would it stop working? So if you keep thinking about it with an abundance mindset and you keep leveling up, I truly believe the more you put out there, money, time, energy, the more you get it back, right? As long as you're strategic about it. So long story short, or long story long, (laughs) I was able to fast track my business because I got out of my own damn way, essentially, right? Now I have two coaches that I pay over $12,000 a month to because they're successfully doing what I want to be doing. And every time that I'm about to level up, every time that my coaches raise their prices, because it inevitably, it ha- like we have to keep raising our prices. It's not sustainable otherwise, right? So I know it's coming and I know that I'm here for it because the shit that I've been able to do in my business and the ways I've been able to serve that many more people is absolutely worth it to me. The way it's impacted my family and my life and my my entire world, really, you know? And so for me, whenever I'm about to level up, the universe likes to throw a couple curveballs to see how badly I really want this, not how hard I'm willing to work for it, but how badly I want it, right? And so I challenge you all, if you're sitting here right now thinking like, I desperately want to create a course or a coaching program, but I'm scared. Well, if you weren't scared, I'd be nervous for you, but do it scared. Do it anyways, because why not? right? Like why would you keep all of this knowledge and skills and experience inside of your head when you could help so many photographers out there? You could create a program about anything because the reality is there are photographers struggling with every single aspect of their business every single day, right? Not all of them at the same time. I just mean like there's someone out there for every coach and every program. There's a photographer for you. I promise you that because whether they're struggling with pricing for profit or getting inquiries or booking sessions or making money or posing their clients or editing their images or what ever it is that you are good at and passionate about inside of your business, there's someone out there waiting for your offer. Trust me, I totally believe that. You just have to have the abundance mindset. You have to go out this like, I'm going to create this and it's going to change so many lives. It's going to impact so many photographers' businesses. It's going to bring me another stream of income so that I can do more things with my money and level up and level up and level up, right? So don't hold yourself back. Stop playing small. Stop playing small. If I could go back and tell myself anything, it would be stop playing small. Get out of your own way. Don't be afraid to invest. Investing is a really good thing. Every single time I've invested, I've leveled up. Every single time, 10, 20, 30 times over. Like it has been worth every single penny I've ever invested. As long as you find a coach that aligns with what you believe in and, you know, is doing what you want to do successfully and that they're living and doing what you want to do, then go for it. That's my opinion, at least. So that's all for today. (laughs) I'm all worked up now. So thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions about this episode or just want to say hi, pop over into my DMs on Instagram. It's at Jenny Maroney. I would love to hear from you. If you have any podcast ideas that you'd like to hear me chat about, 
I'd love to hear those from you. So definitely DM me and I wish you all the very best. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, I would love it if you left me a review or shared it with a friend that you think would also enjoy it. My mission is to help as many badass photographers just like yourself. And if we aren't already friends on Instagram, come hang out with me over there at Jenny Maroney. Thank you again. Until next time.